0: One of them now. Ah, welcome to the GameZilla podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, the Toilet Bowl champ himself, Jazzy Fiddle. I took so many three-pointers, and only 20% of them went in. If it wasn't for you, we would have never made it to the championship and yep. got our toilet bowl. 20% of the time, I made every shot. I mean, this was 6th grade, so let's move
2: on. What have you been doing lately, Jazzy? Um, Overwatch. Let me tell you what happened. Super awesome shit went down, okay? <laughs>
0: <The> <laughs> I, I, got, tr- I got, so, ex- yeah, I got me
2: out. so excited that I like froze because it's that cool, but if this was two days ago. Playing Overwatch, sitting in my, my comfy chair in my underpants because that's how I play video games at night when I'm by myself. Um, I had 8 AJ playing with me on a team. I had Cable2KX playing with me on a team. We had three fans of Motor City Gaming playing Overwatch with us, so we had a full team of six. And we were just, we'd play a little bit, we were just messing around. Hey, I let's try something crazy, and I was like, everybody play Winston, and it was just literally bananas. It was just us jumping, and then putting up those those stupid little, like, <laughs> like domes, domes everywhere, yeah, domes. and then just jumping. It's like, they couldn't even get us, because we were just jumping around the screen being crazy. So the next match, I was like, alright guys, here's what I want our team comp to be, and, and we have to run this. It's going to be game-changing. And I was like, I want a Reinhardt for a shield and a tank. I want a Lucio for heels for the whole team, and then I want four Divas. And they're like, are you kidding me right now? I'm like, no, that's the team. Everybody pick what they're going to be." So we had a Reinhardt, one Lucio, four Divas, and we went seven games straight winning. Every game just dominating teams. There was two of those games out of the seven where we didn't even, the payload didn't even stop. We just literally hopped in the payload, and it just went all the
0: way to the checkpoint, and then done. <laughs> I've seen some teams like this. I've seen some makeup like makes a uh, team makeup like this, and uh, when I met them, we didn't fare too well. So I think people are starting to realize that there is some interesting combinations that you can do, even where you have four of the same character. That just if the other team doesn't adjust, you're gonna win. Yeah, and
2: we kept saying after each, they're like, "Are we gonna change it up?" I'm like, "We're not changing this team." Until we lose, <laughs> and sure as shit, it was like seven games later, we were still winning. Finally, f- came across a team that decided to do what you just said, fix their comp to kind of counteract us, and they finally did beat us. So, <sighs> super fun! Yeah, I had a blast.
0: I uh, I enjoyed some some overwatch these last uh, this past week as well. Uh, I have a new main. So I picked a new character. I've, I've kind of started to step away from Soldier 76, and I wanted to find somebody new, and I found two new people. It just depends. If I'm on the attack, I go D.Va.
2: Okay. Oh, you could be part of our
0: team! <laughs> you just talked about D.Va. I have had a blast with D.Va. Uh, the, the highlight of my week was going 26-0 and 0 as D.Va and just <laughs> unloading on people. Uh, and then if I'm playing defense... I got a new, I got a new, a new defense, and that is Swedish meatball, as I call him, Trogdor, or as everybody <laughs> else knows, him, Traborn or whatever the hell his <laughs> name. Uh, I, I picked up the uh, the Swedish uh, Rio twenty sixteen skin from him, and it instantly was like I have to play this guy now. So I started using him in the defense zone, like I see other people do, and I understand why he is so popular now. So we uh. I had a lot of fun with that, and uh, I did get to play some with with Jazzy, with Cable, and all that, but the big thing is I finished my preliminary matches, I got my ranking, I'm sitting at like a 45 rank right now, which is uh, the best on the team, so uh, we suck, and I'm the best of the sucking team, so I guess- You suck you, the best. You look at the, you know, glass half full, I'm the best of the shitty team, but- Uh, besides that, I did play some more No Man's Sky. If you like Minecraft, you'll probably like this game. Enough said, there's not a whole lot to talk about in this game. It's just an interesting experience, I guess I would call it. It's it's a weird, it's a weird game. I I feel like you're either going to love this game, or you're going to hate it. That's it. There's no real middle ground to this game from what I've seen. And then I got to, uh, to try it out finally, um... I picked up "Song of the Deep" by Insomniac, which was GameStop's first uh, published uh, game or whatever. They 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 actually acted as the uh, publisher for the game. It is sweet. It's uh it's a side-scrolling like plat platformer all taking place underwater. Your dad goes missing, and you, uh, as this little girl, you kind of want you trying to go save him, and you you build this like real like like shady ass submarine. But it evolves as you play the game and gets better and cooler and you can go deeper and all that type of stuff. But the game is really cool. The story is—I mean, it's Insomniac. The story is fantastic. And for I think fifteen bucks, if you want digital or a physical copy, fifteen bucks either way, you can't go wrong. You guys need to pick this game up and give it a try. It's a lot of fun, and uh, Insomniac done a good did a good job here. So,
2: and I remember at PAX South. Insomniac was there to promote this game, and they literally had this just giant like poster, easel, whatever you want to call it. It was a blank canvas. It was just a blank canvas, and they had Two of the insomniac artists there at mm-hmm. Pack South, and throughout the whole weekend they were just painting this mural. And I must have stood there and watched them paint this thing for like a half an hour. When like you guys, I turn around, you're gone. Who knows yeah. where the hell you went? Because I got transfixed and watching these two guys paint this mural. And uh, the last day we end up stopping by, and it was completed. And oh my gosh,
0: yeah, you know, it looked like a, a shot out of the game. And the even the ground, it was like a lounge area you could all hang out. Play handheld games and stuff. There they had uh, USB charging stations built into the state area, and there was beanbags all over the place. But under the beanbags was even sand. They even made it like a beach feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, it was uh, it was well done. It was pretty cool. We um, I didn't think a lot about that game back then. I didn't know a whole lot about it, and but when I realized it was only fifteen bucks, the word Insomniac was on it, and I'm like, okay, I need to. And and it was getting really good reviews. I wanted to check it out, and I'm glad I did. Um, it's a fantastic game, but. Let's not forget, the reason we sound great here is because there's a third person in this room, and it's eboner, Caponer, producer, Ethan, the Deadite Knight. What's going on, man? I personally, with my
1: voice, do bring up the quality... In an aggregate way of the entire, record. it
0: just got better. <laughs> yeah, twelve percent better. I just 12, checked. Just 12%. checked. Hold on, I'm Googling aggregate. <laughs> I'm not even sure if I use the word right. I'm not gonna lie. I
2: appreciate the effort, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll try. as
1: the first step to failure. So here I am. <laughs> so, so if if you can recall back, let's say a month and a half ago, I believe a deal was made between Mister Fiddle and myself. If he played Ocarina of Time, I would buy Overwatch.
0: I do remember this.
1: I made good on my half. Jazzy, how how is uh, is Ocarina going?
2: I have played Ocarina of Time. One time. He's played Overwatch like two times. Four
1: times. I've played Overwatch four times.
2: How many have you played played... on your own video game, though? Not somebody else's borrowed, sit down and play Roadhog for a half hour. Your disc. Your disc.
1: Oh well, if we're counting the borrowed, it's five times. I played Friday night, Saturday morning, Sunday morning, and Sunday afternoon. That's four times. I've, and I bought it Thursday. I installed it. And this is all. This is all working around a funeral and a wedding, plus family from being in, in from out of town. I still played.
0: All right, I got. He's got. Still me. played Overwatch four <laughs> well, times well, in five days. I was say, where's else. your excuse, Jazzy? Because I, I don't think you got one <laughs> that's going to live up to that.
1: So I've been playing Overwatch, and I'm absolutely loving it. It's things we've talked about already on the show. The reason people are liking Overwatch, it's uh, pick-up-and-play mayhem. Uh, It's, you know, I play a lot lot of Destiny, as we all do. It's so different. It's a shooter, but it's so different because it's the dynamics of the characters playing off each other, and it's... I don't get frustrated playing it. I mean, there's times where you're like, oh, I keep dying and stuff, but you keep wanting to go back for more. um, And, you know, the balance has just made the game super fun. And I like playing as one of the cheapest characters, Roadhog, so I don't don't have any I love like no
0: no don't don't go F yourself because all I can say is that I'm glad we have one on our team finally yeah I'm glad but the fact that he it
2: doesn't (laughs) surprise me that Ebone would pick up the the most annoying character whoa
0: whoa whoa Whoa. Junkrat is the most annoying character May is the most annoying yeah, picked up by Jazzy by the way. Yeah, jazzy. <laughs> I, that's cuz I troll the shit out of it. Goes, her. It goes it goes <laughs> Junk Rat 1, May 1.5, Roadhog 3.
2: Hold on, let me let me redo your little th- your little uh standings, all right? 1 Junk Rat, 2 Junk Rat, 3 Junk Rat, and then
0: May and then Roadhog. Okay, I agree with that one. <laughs>
2: Junkrat is a piece of shit. <laughs> I never
1: I've never played Junk Rat once. But here's the thing about Roadhog. It's hard to deny that it may be the least skilled character. You throw the hook out, you shotgun them. Like it's pretty. There's not a lot of strategy other than trying to figure out when to heal yourself.
0: And yeah, and don't worry if you miss, just heal yourself. Yeah,
1: do it again. Miss my hook? Oh, better heal myself.
0: What's your super? Oh, your 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 shotgun just turns into a a sniper spread shot kill kill machine. Sure, yeah, just aim it and just uh, obliterate people. I feel I hate Roadhog too because like
2: when people are playing Roadhog against me they throw their hook across the map like around a corner and it hooks me pulls me not around the corner through the building and then they shock me, and I die. I, am... I throw my hook out, and it hits, like, the tree, and then, like, bounces back and, like, wraps itself around my legs and trips me, and then I die from the impact on the ground.
0: I'm 10,000% sure that that reach of that hook is getting longer every time I play the game. <laughs> it's, so, like, Blizzard's out to get me, man. They're, like, literally, it, it's they're trolling me. They, they have my PlayStation camera on, and they're just laughing at me, because I the other day, it went across I forgot what map it was, but it went across the entire, like, central zone that you tried to capture it, it went across the whole thing through a pot through partial wall, and still pulled me all the way across and killed me, I, and I was like, you have to like, there's no way, like, I've never <laughs> there's no way, I've had it go through walls and it's pissed me off, but that last one I was like it was half the map. It was half the map practically. He is uh. Anyways, I'm very happy to have him on our team. If now. you can't,
1: if you can't beat him, join him. And your official roadhog is now part of the team. I've been uh, working on. It. I think I'm already level eleven. So over those four four times playing, hit eleven. Going for 25 hard so I can get in and uh, hopefully by season two, mm-hmm. which uh, I don't know when that starts. I think it's coming up here in a couple weeks. Yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's
0: actually in three days. Yeah,
2: I got a lot two of playing
1: days. to do. Oh, man, I'm going to the Detroit Tiger game tomorrow. I, I don't know if I'm going to make it, but I'm going to grind real hard, try to get to 25 so that way we, we can get some ranked playing because I'm really excited to give that a try.
0: Yeah, ranked play goes by the quarter now, though, so this next season will last longer than the first okay. season did. So you're, you're okay. You actually did really well getting to 11 so fast. You get to 25, and then we'll all have to go through our 10-match preliminary yeah. again. So you'll be right with okay. us, and, and we'll uh, rock it out. Because
1: yeah. I, you know, I'm definitely one of the reasons I got Overwatch. I'm excited. Like, I love playing with you guys, even though you're jerks.
0: <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's fair.
2: Um, I'll give you credit, though, all right? We were playing a match, and there was a, a Widowmaker up top just sniping the hell out of me. I couldn't, like, could not get this Widowmaker. She was just giving me hell.
0: Oh, what's wrong? You're, you're May that puts up walls and freezes bitches. Well, that's the whole thing. I'd hide him.
2: behind walls and then turn myself into ice blocks, and she just kept shooting me. Like I, It was just annoying, because I couldn't do anything else but save my life. So I was like, Cable, would you take down? He's playing Hanzo in the back. I'm like, Cable, could you take down that Widowmaker? And all of a sudden, I see this hook fly past me. <laughs> hook her off of the ledge. Pull her down, shotgun her. She's dead. He's like, I got her. And I'm like, God damn it, Ethan. I love you so much. <laughs> yeah.
1: Who's the Who's the girl that flies? Is that
2: Farrah? Farrah. Oh. I hope.
1: A Farah in midair over the payload and just slammed her down and dead. I was like, oh, I'm unstoppable
0: <laughs> I do like I do like having one on my team. Just like just like when we get uh test or cable running a junk rat, mm-hmm. I'm okay when it's on my team. I just hate it. Hate it when it's not on my team. Absolutely. So uh, another game I've been playing, I wanna know if you guys have been playing uh
1: Tricky Tower, free PSN game of the month. Yep. Man, so if oh. you if you haven't downloaded Tricky Tower and you're a PS Plus member, you have to. It's basically Tetris with a twist, um, where you're building upwards, and there you know there's different game modes, but one of them is like a race. You got to be the first to build to a certain height, and there's wind conditions, and your tower can topple. And uh, I've been playing that one, and I just laugh every time my tower falls down. That one's an absolute blast, and it's fun for anyone. If you have uh, maybe a a lady friend or a younger sibling that doesn't game much, or maybe even a parent. Throw them on this game. It's super fun and simple, and it's it's Tetris with a twist. It's a blast, and it's free. And it's free right now,
2: for Z.
0: Oh well, cool.
1: That's I got I, I got to share a, a little 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 other piece of love. It's about a nap.
0: It's about a what? A nap. Okay.
1: An app, not taking a nap. I'm oh, not taking a siesta. I, I was
0: confused. Yeah. So
1: okay. Last thing I got today. Um, Obviously, we like to throw out there when there's cool apps, especially ones that help you save money. One of my buddies turned me onto an app called PS Deals uh, on iPhone, and it's actually an app that allows you to track games you want and will send you a push notification when it goes on sale.
0: Is it on iPhone or is it on Android?
1: Uh, this is an iPhone I got from work, and that's why I put it. On. <laughs> so the Android version looks shady. <laughs> I looked at the Android version. I go, that doesn't look the same. It looks shady. My buddy had an iPhone, so I put it on my work phone so I can get push notifications when games go on sale.
0: Fair, fair enough.
1: So I currently have Towerfall Ascension, a game that we love playing, uh, as a notification. Castlevania Symphony of the Nights and a uh, Symphony of the Night, and a few others. So if you want to save some bucks and uh, you don't want to have to hop on the PlayStation Store every week to see what's on sale, this could be a good tool for you. It's called. P.S. Deals on the iPhone.
0: Now it only tracks digital sales, then, right? Like only what's going on in the network. To,
1: to my knowledge, okay. I, I don't think it's going to tell you. Target has this game on sale yeah. for forty bucks. Obviously,
0: now. that's why you have like you you have Slick Deals or Groupon or exactly. things like that that you can do that with. So this is more for digital. Absolutely, that's cool. That's but, cool.
1: And you know they they have your top sales of the week. They have all put Song
0: of the Deep them. on there because you guys should buy it seriously. Yeah, I will. Oh, oh. but uh, cool. Well, guys, uh, you know. Thanks for hanging out with us. This is uh, episode one eighteen. Holy crap! Yeah, of the Gamezilla podcast, so uh, we're we're getting up there. But um, Jazzy, what uh, what's coming around here for one eighteen? We've got another major
2: game delay. Nintendo kills fan made dreams, and a deeper dive into the NALCS. All this and more on the Gamezilla podcast. So every single week. GameZilla podcast
1: is brought to you by the Detroit Beer Collective, our amazing sponsor. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell. Oh, hell yeah. Stone Cold style. (laughs) If you want to be a son of a bitch with a good looking beard, you need to go to DetroitBeardCollective.com. Buy your ass some beard products. I'm talking beard elixirs. What? I'm talking beard bombs. What? I'm talking about combs for your beard. What? You can be a handsome son of a bitch and whip some video game ass with your handsome ass beard if you order a beard crate. What? A beard subscription delivered straight to your damn doorstep. (laughs) That's DetroitBeardCollective.com. A proud sponsor. Shit, I can't even talk. A proud sponsor of Motor City Gaming and the GameZilla podcast. Can I get... Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Celebrity
0: voice (laughs) impersonator. Oh, my goodness. Guys, use that code MCGAMING at checkout, and you will save 20% off all orders over $25. Thanks again to our sponsors. That was that was amazing. How did you, how did you convince him to come on the show?
1: Oh well, you know I have a lot of connections, you know, in the music industry, the wrestling industry. That's uh,
0: that's the po- why the, the porn that, industry,
1: the, the the gay porn industry, <laughs> <laughs> tentacle porn. Yeah, tentacle porn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my connections that are taking Motor it's City a, Gaming to the top. Really,
0: you specialize in like an anime slash tentacle slash specializing purely on Pokemon. You involved with Pokemon.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. me and my handsome red beard just rubbing up and down a twerkle that looks like a penis.
0: Wow. All right. Well, let's get into it.
1: Don't try to hide your boner <laughs> under the table. <laughs> get down. Let's get <laughs>
0: <laughs> Woo, We were having a great show. It just went off the rails. I it's feel so... like that was too loud. Yeah, right? <laughs> a little for your, bit. for your tiny one, it's like, get down. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, you know, I'm trying to talk it up a little bit, but <sighs> guys- it. Here's some real news. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching motorcitygaming.com. Downloading headlines. Download complete.
2: We've got Final Fantasy 15 news. Yeah,
0: baby. I'm getting it soon. Not oh.
2: soon enough. Final Fantasy 15. Man, try to say that like 4
0: times fast. Final Fantasy 15. That was
2: one time fast I
1: Final Fantasy 15. Oh, I mean, if you really want
0: me to try fifteen times, do you really do you really want no, do a five. Four, do it five times? Four five times, times fast. Five, 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 five. five final, final, final fantasy fifteen, final fantasy fifteen, final fantasy fifteen, final fantasy fifteen. That's oh, pretty good. That was That's impressive. Good. I'm impressive. It was getting tough. There was no way we were getting a fifteen. <laughs> no way. Times three, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what's the, why are we talking about Final uh, Fantasy
2: Fifteen? Because guess what this year is? Oh, that's right. It's the year of video game delays. The year of the delay. The delay. Oh,
0: God. Hip,
2: hip, delay. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, it's officially confirmed. Yep. We, we had heard rumors, and now it's officially
2: confirmed. Yep. Square Enix has announced... Final Fantasy XV has been delayed from, it was supposed to come out September 30th, Yep. so we were getting super pumped, super excited, (sighs) because it was around the corner, and now it is delayed to November 29th. Yep. Two months. Yep. Two months. A month away from
1: release, almost. The shame is, that's like a week after Pokemon, so no one will
0: care. (laughs) That's true. That's actually 100% true. (laughs) It is. I didn't have a whole lot slated out for September. I was ready. I mean, except for ReCore. I'm really excited for ReCore. Ooh, yeah. But um, that's on the Xbox, so, I mean, you know, that's going to be a tough one. Anyways. (laughs) My tough one, do you mean let down? (laughs) I mean, my tough one, I mean, like, I really, all I care about is getting my new Xbox with Gears of War 4 in October, so September, meaning I have to play this, like, on my old Xbox that I hate. I don't know if it'll happen. What's an Xbox? But I will get my cool collectors edition with the with the cool statue of the of the new female character and the cool like uh, robot dog
1: I'm excited about the robot
0: that dog. part that part I'm all about yeah but um, super yeah, I'm super bummed. Uh, I, I read I read about this before it was officially confirmed, right and there's been a ton of rumors about this game being really shaky, lots of bugs, just not polished, having some major issues and no one was you know it, it was kind of leaking out there that they, there's a lot of concern around Final Fantasy 15. So now you get 60 additional days to clean this up. Yeah, they're gonna polish it. That's what they said. Yeah, and that's a and, and that's a good amount of time. So, in the end, like people don't get too upset because would you rather have a buggy ass game or would you rather have a better game?
1: I, I have a I have a question. I, I've I was just thinking about just now. With 60 days out, how long do you think it takes them to mass produce millions of copies of the game? Are they really just working on a big patch? Is that what they're working on?
0: I think so, yeah. I don't, yeah. yeah I think you're... Yeah, it's going to be a patch for day one. The day, day yeah. one yeah. patch is going to yeah. be yeah. giant. Yeah. I mean, 18 that's, 18 that's, that's gigabytes. Now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> the year of delay also comes with a day one patch.
0: <laughs> yeah, so here I am. I get in. I get my collector's edition uh, thanks to Square Enix, I was like, yeah, you guys really did a good job. And then, boom, here's a delay. A month out, and I was just kind of like, "Really? Are you, are you kidding me?" But again, in the end, if it's uh, if it's cleaned up and they fix what they believe is not acceptable for uh, day one launch in September, then I'll I'll be okay with it. But uh it just yeah it, add it to the list man it's been it's been a rough year for gaming yeah you know why i'm not really that upset about this because you don't care about final fantasy well no i'm i don't yep. well, care about final fantasy <laughs> but they did no you, you care about legend of zelda not final fantasy they i do not want to talk to you right <laughs> now they
2: <laughs> they didn't bullshit us when they came out and did their announcement all right
0: so yeah they did no the directors, what hajime hajima tabata hold on Two seconds here, okay? Let's back it up. They <laughs> held they held a special event to announce it on for 930. They actually had, they, they, like, promoted it, and they're like, Final Fantasy Fifteen coming September 30th. Like, they had a, like, it wasn't E3, it wasn't, like, a sh- no, they had their own, like, special thing, like, guys, tune in, Square Enix has some news for you. Here's when you're going to get the game. So, like, how much money do they spend on that, like, marketing spiel to have their own little, like, announcement just to push two months?
2: Okay, so let me me quote this to you, all right? The director says, as the director and lead of this project, I wish to personally apologize for the additional weight. And adds, as a team, we want Final Fantasy Fifteen to achieve a level of perfection that our fans deserve. We kindly ask for your understanding. All right, he didn't say, oh, well, we're going to give you all this shit free, and uh, the game's going to come out and be amazing, and then six months down the road, we'll finally give you a storyline to the game, but we won't make you pay for it, so you're going to have to just be awesome and like us because we're going to give you free stuff that should have been in the game from the beginning. Yeah.
1: I don't think it's fair to compare anyone
2: to the way Capcom treats its fans. Yes, I was
1: say Square Enix is not Capcom. <laughs> that's like going to a dog and be like, "Isn't it great I don't beat you like your previous owner?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's not a good yeah. comparison. That's a great comparison. No. Nobody wants to get beat like their previous owners. No one. No one has done their fans as poorly as Capcom did the Street Fighter fans.
0: Fact, and continuing to do to their Mega Man fans, but. <sighs>
1: But, but can we just say, bless Nintendo for treating all the Metroid fans with Federation Force. Can I get a high five, Jazzy? Yeah. yeah. You know what? If you
0: want to delay something and make it a better game, you should delay Federation Forces forever no and release for a, a delay. real game. No need for a delay on perfection, bruh. You're playing this game. <laughs> wait, does that come out this week? This, yeah, it comes this week. out Friday. Because yep. Nintendo's weird, and they release shit on Friday. I I'm guess gonna what? Get a copy guess Ethan. what? Guess what? I am going to play this game, and you're playing it with me to completion. Done to completion. Date not, Friday night date. Not Ocarina Taco, time one time bullshit. Taco Bell and Federation I'm gonna Force. I'm going to super glue your fucking 3ds into your hands, and we're going to beat this shit. All right, and then I'm going to look at you and go, "Wasn't that terrible?" And I'm. I can't even. I can't even like I'm gonna go look, against you on this. I'm gonna be like, yes, that was horrible. I'm gonna tower over you, naked, and just staring at you with roid rage, and being like, so what you think of the game, Jazzy? Because I just played it to prove a point. So go ahead, open your mouth, and tell me that it's that it's a good game because it's not. This is going to be like Edward Forty Hands, all
2: right? You're going to we're going to have our ha- our 3S's duct taped in our hands and then Jade's going to leave the room and be like, "All right guys, have fun with your Federation Force." And then There's like 3 hours later, we're going to be like
0: curled in the corner like, uh, "I can't play gonna, it 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 anymore." It's going to start as, <laughs> It's going to start as Edward Forty Hands and then it's going to end as Chris Benoit.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> I went there. That's how, that's how horrible this game is, okay? Are you saying
1: you're going to hang yourself on the Bowflex?
0: <laughs> after I beat Jesse and with my 3DS. <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> Thankfully, so, I have four of them, back, so you're going to have a beating of a lifetime. Back to Final Fantasy. Right, so
2: after seeing the gameplay that we've seen at all of the Gamescom and E3 and stuff like that, what are you hoping that they're doing to this game?
0: Uh, I mean, I played a little bit of the like the beta, I guess you would call it when when they gave it to us. I mean, I guess polish, you know, like lighting effects, uh, just just smoothing out the game. There, it definitely was a little um, jittery, and you know, for a for this generation of gaming, it just it didn't necessarily feel as smooth and polished as it could. And, you know, obviously you always kind of get that feel sometimes on the large scale. Like, let's look at Fallout 4, you know, those types of games that, like, yeah, it's a great game. It's a gigantic experience. But because it's so large, uh, sometimes certain aspects of it get... They get hurt by that. And so this game, I kind of was... I was kind of, you know, accepting it for that reason. And... Hopefully, they're, they're going to try to improve that so it's not as obvious, I guess. Okay. But, but beyond that, I don't know, I don't really have anything that they need to fix. They just need to give me a Final Fantasy game that's good because they haven't done that in a while and uh, give me some characters I actually care about. So,
2: so let me put this because Tabata says this as well. They want to create a level of freedom and realism previously unseen in the series. Do you feel like you got any of that with your play?
0: I mean, yeah, this is final. Like the the form of Final Fantasy that we got to play so far was it, it was the it felt like Final Fantasy, but if but it was like on a scale that you've never played a Final Fantasy game. I mean, you I guess you could argue that the MMO is huge, but the MMO never felt necessarily like Final Fantasy. This feels like a Final Fantasy game. So yeah, but my whole thing about all his statements and everything he's saying, it's all fine and dandy. It just means on day one, November 29th or whatever it is. After the 18 gig patch. Yeah, when when that day one comes, this game better be, it better be Witcher 3. It better be smooth as hell. It better be good as hell. And don't push me 60 days and and give me all these, like you're sitting there saying he's not promising, but he is promising in such a subtle way. Hey, we just want to take these 60 days to give you the best Final Fantasy experience you've ever had. It's basically what he's saying. So it better be there. If it feels like the beta, then I, and and I don't feel a difference. Then what the hell? What the hell is the delay for? Other than maybe you had a manufacturing error that you didn't want to admit or something, you know? I don't know. But just do it right and and, and treat Final Fantasy fans the way they deserve to be treated. Treat your IP, your biggest IP ever, the way it needs to be treated, and get this game out and get back on track. So, do you have high hopes? are you over are you over or under on the
2: fact that this game could be i don't want to say successor but better than Witcher 3 cuz let's say at least in my opinion at this point no game that has released since Witcher 3 has been able to top Witcher 3 for me
0: oh, that's a tough call Witcher 3 is so good and the DLC's been is so good so like every so not only is the original form so good, but everything, it's, it's, it's a Borderlands. It's its the next Borderlands. When Borderlands came out, it was a great game, and then every DLC they gave you, it was, like, amazing. Like, just it just was more on top of more that was just great, and, and you don't get that very often. So when Witcher 3 did it, to sit here and say Final Fantasy is going to come out the gate and do that, it, I can't, I can't, like, say yes. like I, w- I, would, I would side with no. I'd rather be surprised and be wrong. I'm going to say no, it's not going to.
2: Essentially, Final Fantasy should, though. It like, should. Final Fantasy should be a game that could do that.
0: It should, but how many, how many Final Fantasy games have come out in the last, let's just put it at uh, eight years, have come out that have been A, I've ne- either never played because it didn't even interest me, or B, I played for about 30 minutes and was like, nope, this is not you know it's tough like you come from a pinnacle of final fantasy 6 final fantasy 7 you know these 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 epic games that, that will live with us for life how okay so has square enix hit that pinnacle can they you know can they recreate something like that now you know, where Witcher 3, if you think about it, Witcher 1, I never played it. Witcher 2, I never played it. Witcher 3 came out on the council. I said, I'm going to check it out, and it was the pinnacle of Witcher 3. And now Witcher 4 or whatever comes out that they're talking about, mm-hmm. it's not like, is it really going to live up to Witcher 3? <sighs> is it going to have that same shock value, that shit and that same awe value? It's just like Borderlands. Borderlands was amazing. Borderlands 2 was good, but, but did it really build... Where you were like, oh my god, Borderlands Two is so much better than Borderlands One. Fuck, Bo-. like, no, because Borderlands One was new; it was something that you hadn't experienced before. So I don't know. I I don't know if Square Enix has it in them to to come back out and put themselves at that epic level because Witcher Three was yeah. is a ma- it's a masterpiece. It's a it'll go down in gaming history as a masterpiece. It has to.
2: Mm-hmm. I feel. I feel that CD Projekt Red still has it in them to make Witcher 4 that good of a game, just because if you think about a lot of the major gaming genre games, there's normally two or three that are really good. And I feel like with Witcher 1 and 2 not being as epic as Witcher 3, maybe Witcher 3 is the start of that great three-trilogy series.
0: See, I think Witcher 3 was supposed to be the end And because it did so well, they want to go, okay, well, now we're going to make Witcher 4. See, I think, in my opinion, CG Project Red is making a mistake. They they got this success train that they've never seen before because their previous games were PC-only, it had a cult following, and they were good games. But they just didn't have the traffic like Witcher 3 did. And now, all of a sudden, they don't want to let go of this IP because now they can see what the potential of it is. So they're going to make a fourth one. It's just like my fear about Gears of War 4. You ended Gears of War. Now you're bringing in this next generation just to try to save your franchise so that you can keep making games. So I hope it's good, but do I believe it'll ever be that shock value, that that like amazing just awe of Gears of War the original? No. It, I just, I don't think I'll get it. And again, I, that's the angle I play. I I hope I'm wrong, but but. Yeah, I don't. It's just, we'll see. Witcher, but to, to sit there and compare anything to Witcher Three is it's almost unfair. Yeah. All right,
2: next we've got fan made Pokemon Uranium is shelved as it's <laughs> shelved by its creators. So its creator shelved it. After guess what? Bing, Bing, Bing! The big notice from the big end. Big Brother is watching. <sighs> you have go. something that's ours. Shut it down.
0: Yep. <laughs> So we talked about this uh, on our Facebook page, Motor City Gaming, and we, were, and we had uh, a couple of our, of our uh, team members playing this game and, and talking about it. Seemed really cool. The fans put a lot of time into it, a lot of time. And, of course, it gains a little bit of traction out there in the, in the World Wide Web, and Nintendo just shuts it down, just like everything else. And it's like, these are fans of your... I, I just... I don't get it. Like, I really don't understand. It's not like I can play this on the DS. It's not like I can go and put this in my 3DS instead of your Pokemon game. Okay? I got to play it on a computer. Or some hacked ass <laughs> device, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, why? What? Like, I, I just... The people that are in charge here that are, like, freaked out about letting their fans... It's not like it's some hack... You know, hack... Group over here that hates Pokemon. It's like Lizard Squad. Yeah, it's then, not Lizard Squad yeah. being like we hate Pokemon. We're gonna make a game that's like you know Pokemon killing each other and, and and then like I just I don't get it. Like you, it's your fans, it's your people that love your product and they're and they're they're on, they're honoring you by spending years creating something. Nine nine years. Yeah, nine years creating something in your honor. Why wouldn't you take these people, b- fly them out to your Nintendo headquarters in California, or wherever they're at, and, and, and make a deal about it, thank them and, and, and show the world that you support your fans. Instead, you just you shut everybody down. You got a woman over here that's making 3D printed Bulbasaur planters, you know uh, back in the day, and you cease and desist her because it, why? Because she was making these polygon-shaped Bulbasaur's. She was at, like legitimately. She was making $4 per planter, and she maybe had sold 30 of them, for God's sakes, okay? And everybody that bought one had a Bulbasaur sitting in their house, sitting in their in their dashboard, wherever the hell they, it, in their office. It was your character sitting there that costs you nothing, and it's free marketing. Oh my God, where'd you get that Bulbasaur? I love Pokemon. Me too. And then all of a sudden, they, they play Pokemon. Like, you're so paranoid, Nintendo. That you actually are hurting your fan base. You're hurting yourself because people, you lose, you will lose fans because of this. Guaranteed. Listen, $4 a
2: pop. Nintendo needs 50% of those sales. So they need all 60 of those dollars that that
0: lady made <laughs> in order to put the NX on the market, okay? I mean, that's that's a great point right there. The things that you do, the actions that you take against your fan base, and then you're gonna roll out a new system, and those people that are feeling jaded by by your actions are not going to buy your system. It's, I mean, we here at Motor City Gaming, we have been dinged by the big N on YouTube. We're partnered with YouTube. We're not big shots on YouTube. We're not PewDiePie or whatever the hell's name is. We're not. We're not anybody. Okay. We enjoy YouTube. We're trying to grow it for our fans, and and we have fun with it, like. Our Nintendo video that they you dinged us on had, like, five views. It was our least successful video because, and then you were like, hey, any uh, any monetization that you get off this, uh, half of it's ours. Cool, man. It's The monetize button's not even turned on in that video. <laughs> what are you worried about? It's free advertisement. It's us talking about Super Smash Bros. and how other people should play it. I just, it drives me nuts. You have other companies, you have other publishers, right? You have other companies that give their game out early and tell you, stream it. Hey, Ethan, we're going to give you Doom early access. Throw that shit on Twitch, please. That's ID. That's what ID did. That's what Bethesda did.
1: It seems like an obvious way to get the community to rally around your game. Right, because, guess, yeah,
0: why wouldn't you do that? It cost you nothing. Yeah.
2: I don't know. Nintendo's just got their head up their ass or something. But anyways, Pokemon Uranium, it launched on August 6th. It was basically a game that created 150 new Pokemon. There was 150, or 1. 1.5 well, 1. million downloads of this game, so people have it. So, you know, And there's supposedly some other hacked companies that you can still get a version of this. Oh, it's out and, now, man. Yeah, it's like, out, yeah. so the people will be, still be able to get it. There's, but for, I want to turn it over.
1: For every Pokemon, there's five of these hacked games, but this one was special.
2: Yeah. I want to turn this over to Pokemon Master himself, the Deadeye Knight, what is your opinion on this since you are like a Poke fanatic?
1: I, I think, you know, s- sort of backing up Grimm's argument, I think it's super cool that someone who probably loves Pokemon way more than I do and has some programming ability put a ton of time in their life to make the Pokemon game they wanted. That's amazing. I don't have that talent and I think it's cool that someone did. Now, that being said, I haven't played one of these hack games. I downloaded one for Elle on her tablet. She played like a hack Pokemon game. And I think I like to look at these games similar to maybe how people would look at the Star Wars Expanded Universe. It's fiction that that allows fans to explore different areas and different, you know, stories that the Game Freak isn't giving you. And the fact that these people have the skill and the ability to do it, I think it's awesome. I really like it. Have I ever been drawn to play one? No. Do I think Pokemon Uranium looks cool? Yeah, it adds like a radioactive type. Um, I want to say this one may have had some Pokemon Fusion type things that you could do in it. Like, it just seemed like a lot of cool ideas and, you know, people put it out there and they put their time into it. I can understand why Nintendo wants to protect their intellectual properties. That I understand why they want to put out this, you know, they see it as a fire. They want to put it out before it, you know takes off and then no one wants to buy their Pokemon games because there's better Pokemon games being made by the fans. I understand that. But at the same time, someone from Nintendo does need to step up and say, you know, these young men are working very hard. I would say these are the type of people they should be pulling in for jobs. These are the type of people they should be pulling into their company
2: to promote Pokemon. Yeah. And some companies have it right, and some companies don't. Uh, some other games, um, there is another Metroid 2 remake shut down by Nintendo. Yep. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 3, which was a fan, fan-made fan fantasy, I guess you could say, shut down by LucasArts. They got, so people got a hold of some of the, uh, the
1: actual code of the game. They got the unfinished yep. game for Battlefront 3, and they were finishing it,
2: and it got shut down. And then there's people that do it right, like uh, some companies that have been doing shit right recently, like Bethesda. Um, they've got people that uh, basically wanted to make a fan base game around Elder Scrolls, so um, they gave them the rights and license to do so. So the, we have a fan base company that's out there making Elder Scrolls Three, uh, basically a remake using the Skyrim engine, right now. Very cool. So, like, how how cool would that be to this to have is, Elder Scrolls three on Skyrim? This isn't anything
0: new. You can go back to NES cartridges that are that are uh, fan made, like remade uh, of a game, like like Hyper Metroid.
1: Hyper Metroid. There is. There's a Zelda um, on the NES. Yep, there's there's like five different Castlevania fan makes. There's a bunch of Mega Man yep. uh, remixed games. Um, all yeah, all sorts of homebrews. It's it, the, homebrew, the, the there genre. We go. The genre is called homebrew. People are taking the you know the source code for some of these games, they're rebuilding it, and they're making these cartridges that you can actually play on an NES. Uh, you know, it's 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 our generation who grew up with these games sort of inspired why we used to be bit by 8 bit same they're the same people that fell in love with video games because of the 8 bit genre they have the skills and the abilities to make the games that they wish they could have yep and as gamers i love those people i yep. respect those people there are people i guarantee you if the people in this room had the ability to make a a metroid game we'd probably not be podcasting (laughs) we would probably be sitting on a computer programming our own metroid game because we love it so the fact that instead of podcasting those people game program i love those people and they are a huge part of this community and i i salute them
0: yeah and bottom line even if you don't want them messing with your ip uh you know ethan hits it on the spot that these are the people that you should you know Bring you should bring them in. You shouldn't just shut them. Cease, you know don't cease and desist. Like find a way where it's like, hey, we like what you're doing. You can't you know we can't really have you doing that with Pokemon. How would you like to come work for Game Freak? How would you like to develop the next Pokemon game? These
1: yeah. these people homebrewing the uh, met the remake of Metroid Two. Hey, how about how would you come over here? Let's make this legit. Let's give you this much money. Let's make it a download on the 3DS. Or let's make it a a
0: free download <laughs> with the Wii U. Yeah, if Nintendo. <laughs> offered me to go be involved in a metroid development i I would I'd be I go I, I would yeah. quit my job yesterday and go and go man like it, it wouldn't even be a question so like if you have someone that's willing to put nine years into Pokemon yeah like clearly they have the talent to
2: to do it and they have the passion like why wouldn't you want these people but, like i I get this all the time for example like so when the PlayStation network gets hacked they hack they're they're stealing people's accounts they're taking people's money they're, they're doing all this stuff they end up catching this guy or what or they, why don't they why don't they take these people and then like <laughs> give them a job hey you hacked our account, we're going to give you a salaried position to be security so that other people can't hack our shit. That's the Google method. Google that, does stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, Google
0: does do stuff like that. That that one's... T- I mean, that one... There's Those people a- belong in jail. Yeah. If you're hacking yeah. and stealing, you belong in prison. If you're lizard squad... I don't want you anywhere near my gaming company.
2: Yeah, but like th- that's just kind of an example, like the wrong example. But an example, you have people that have these talents and these skills, and they're creating games that clearly they're passionate about, like this Pokemon game. Why not bring them aboard and utilize them as a tool instead of just <laughs> shitting on
0: them and saying, you know, the issue. I mean, the issue with your example is is Google is probably like, hey, we caught you. If you don't want to go to jail for 15 years, here's a here's a minimum wage position and help us help us make sure no one else does this to us. Mm-hmm. You know it's the same thing with the CIA or whatever like you know like they've yeah they bring in they, they catch people they incarcerate them and they say hey we'll lessen your your sentence if you come help us you know make our system better
1: if you go on a mission to fight like an old Egyptian god in like yes. a shady tower exactly and uh, take the crazy girl the sh- the sniper the guy that's a kind of a lizard guy mm-hmm. that's like a movie right yes Suicide Squad.
2: Okay. (laughs) Next news story, Mr. Fiddle. So we've got some more MOBA updates, guys. It is the season for MOBA, and we have the winner of Valve's Dota 2 Championship. That's right. Congratulations to. Hold on. I just seen their name. Why did it go away? Wings Gaming stop? They got good
0: wings. We, no.
1: Shout out to the Teflon Don, the boss,
2: Rick Ross.
0: I love you, Rick Ross, because I love your wings. Who? Push to the so money,
2: Anyway. <laughs> anyways, super cruel story. Wings Gaming wins $9.1 million out of a $20 million tournament prize pool. So... Biggest prize pool in all of esports to, to date. So they win 9.1. Wouldn't it be awesome? Hey, you have a five-man squad. You win a tournament. You win $9.1 million. How cool would that be just to play a video game well? <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, it'd be all right. I, I don't know. Being a millionaire so. just by playing video game. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess it'd be cool.
2: So, <laughs> Almost as cool as becoming a millionaire recording a video game podcast.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Congratulations to Wings Gaming, but unfortunately they were actually the underdog and ups- upset the Ameri- the North American team, DC, to win the championship. These are some
0: clever names. I really yeah. like them.
2: Get on league's level. Get
0: some better names.
2: <laughs> Speaking of league, let's talk some league news. That's right. N-A-L-C-S. Upset. upset. I don't know about any upsets that you're talking
0: about. Uh, team, every... Li- team Liquid should have won it all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> team Liquid is actually has a team for Dota two, and they are supposed to win it all. A European team, and they were supposed to win it all too, and they got upset <laughs> in they're in the Dota run, ring. But uh, so this weekend in the L- NALCS, we had quarterfinals. It was Team Liquid versus uh who? What what team
0: is that called? Uh, Counter Logic Gaming. Yeah. CLG. CL and G. Yeah. Yeah. A real name.
2: A real team name. <laughs> Counter Logic Gaming, right? Yeah. So CLG pulls that one out. No, they I don't think I don't think so. Yeah, CLG beats Team Liquid. Cloud 9 beat Team Envious. So CL- where are
0: you? You're all over the place. I know. I'm. Oh. I got it
2: right here. You want me to read it? Nope. CLG beats Team Liquid. <laughs> they CLG beats Team Liquid three uh, to one. Cloud Nine defeats Team Envious three to one as yeah, well. Yeah, Cloud Nine, so my boys. They will be in Toronto when we go to Toronto Fuck. later
0: this month. Who who doubted them? You did. You did. I, no, I wanted you them doubted, to win. No, I know. Hey, you wanting them to win, but when they were going, okay, they won three to one. They lost the first match. Yeah. After the first match, I'm getting blown up on my phone. Oh man, Cloud is down a game. Uh-oh, your boys don't look too good. To Looks fair, like they're gonna choke like last season, bitch. <laughs> and I fa- was like,
2: shut your fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> to be fair, I watched all four of those games and that first game they played horribly. They were And just I was a little worried.
0: They were just setting them up. <laughs> I was
2: a little worried. Then the next game, it was pretty close. It was, they did pull it out and they ended up winning, tying it to 1-1. to And then the last two games that Cloud9 won, they
0: destroyed. Including setting a record. Destroyed them.
2: Yes, Jensen, who is the mid laner for Cloud Nine, has set the record. First of all, he set the he tied the record, I believe, in Game Three with fourteen kills in a playoff game, which tied the record for the NALCS. Then in the then in the final game, he decided, "Hey, let's just break it," and he got twenty kills.
0: Oh wow! That's ridiculous. Twenty kills, mid lane. Twenty kills in three games. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> I know. It, it's very impressive. So,
2: yeah, he ends up breaking the record. Congratulations to him. So now we will see uh, this weekend on August 20th, 3 p.m., a little bit uh, shaky in at start time. So Eastern Standard Time around 3 p.m. They do play after the European LCS, so if that series goes on a little bit longer, it might get delayed. But we have the second-place Immortals to play Cloud9. And that's around 3 p.m. And then on August 21st, the following day, first place TSM is going to play Counter Logic Gaming in a rematch for the semifinals. <laughs> oh of, man, that's of gonna the be spring
0: split. Both those matches scare the shit out of me. <laughs> yes. Oh man, I'm not feeling. I don't feel good. I feel sick.
2: I I'm a little worried because I feel like TSM should have won against Counter Logic Gaming in the spring split, and they lost in game five. So. I'm a little worried that uh, they can knock my team out, and uh, <laughs> Immortals is known for just destroying teams. So I'm a little worried for like, for Cloud Nine too. However, it, they're going to be great matches. Plus, <laughs> on the downside, when we go to Toronto, all four of those teams are going to be there, and those are the teams I want to see.
0: Yeah. So, and, and I guess technically, with if if with the up if the uh, Games go the way where, you know, I'm a Cloud9 fan, you're a Team Solo Mid fan. If they lose, there is that possibility that the third place game could be Cloud9 versus TSM. Versus TSM. Which would be a, which would be a, a blast, and it'd be a great great way because the our, our weekend in Toronto will start with that match. Yep. So that'll be a, a huge highlight. And uh, with that being said, guys, make sure to follow us on all of our social media. So Instagram uh, and Facebook. We'll be doing a lot of. Video content when we're in Toronto. So if you want to see this event live, if you want to see what's going on behind the scenes when we're going through the uh, is it the Rift Walk? Rift Walk, yeah. Things like that. We're going to be trying to document that and you know short and as long as we have a good uh, a good uh, signal, then we're going to be trying to get that out to you as fast as possible. Yep. So keep an eye out on MotorCityGaming.com and MotorCityGaming everywhere. Uh, because we're going to be uh, having a blast in Toronto at the end of the month.
2: Yes. So anything from, you know, what we're doing there to the Rift Walk to the actual event to cosplay. Yep, yep. And so. definitely follow us on the forum. So if you guys have any questions, go to our webpage Check out the forums. We're gonna put up a special bulletin just for the LCS weekend, and you guys can get up-to-date stuff right on the forums.
0: Yeah. So if there's like a certain cosplay you want us to look out for and try to get pictures of, if uh, maybe you know they're gonna be handing out legendary skins there or something like that, you know, hit us up. If if you have knowledge of something that maybe you want to try to snag some swag from Motor City Gaming. That's where you're going to communicate with us. That's how you're going to get that chance to maybe have something brought back from Toronto for you.
2: Yes. So that was the attack on the news. For all these topics and much more, visit our Facebook page, Facebook slash Motor City Gaming.
1: It's a real quick question,
2: boys. No. What? Our
1: episodes. We put them on on iTunes and Stitcher, TuneIn, of course, MotorCityGaming.com, dot uh, Tuesday afternoon, yes. So, if you're listening to this on Tuesday afternoon, what's happening
0: tonight? There is the lunar eclipse. Big, <laughs> that's right. That's it. There's a big giveaway, I believe. We have a No Man's Sky giveaway, guys, going down on Twitch tonight, seven p.m. launch. We're going to be running from 7 to 10, and we are going to be selecting a winner during the stream. But how do you enter? Maybe uh, maybe you want to enter before 7 p.m. Head on over to MotorCityGaming.com. Right on the homepage, you're going to see a giant button that says No Man's Sky Giveaway. Click on that button and follow the steps. You can enter right now. There's four ways to enter, giving you four chances. Uh, and we're just, uh, this is our August giveaway, and then following our August giveaway was supposed to be Final Fantasy, so we're gonna have to select a new game for September, but we, uh, we do a giveaway every month, guys, and we try to pick one of the bigger games that come out during that month, so uh, come hang out with us on Twitch tonight, uh, enjoy some gaming, enjoy some just, you know, everybody talking about whatever it is they want to talk about, No Man's Sky, Overwatch, Destiny's right around the corner. Yeah. Things like that. Um, we'll, be, we'll be on for three hours streaming. If you are if,
1: listening to this later, then August 16th, then you have missed out. So You've happy. missed out,
0: yes. but I will give a sneak peek that no one knows about yet, and that is is that we will be doing a secondary giveaway. It's a smaller giveaway, but if you are a Mega Man fan, we have acquired two GameStop-exclusive Mega Man figures from Funko. That we're going to be doing giveaways for. So stay tuned for some photos and details on how you can win a uh, uh, these Mega Man figures. And those will be popping up here soon. So
2: Very cool. Yeah. And hell, if you don't want to watch Grimlock's stream, then you can just uh, join the chat and talk some trash to Jazzy. Because that's where I'll
0: be. Talking true. trash in the chat. One last thing. One little bit piece of news that happened this last week. Guys. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on TuneIn Radio. You can even listen to us at MotorCityGaming.com. I don't. But (laughs) you can now (laughs) listen to us on Google Play. That's right. We are live on Google Play. Part of Google now. That's right. So if you are uh, listening to us on the Android <laughs> and you don't like Stitcher and you're looking for another option, or maybe you pay $10 a month for Google Music, guess what? There's podcasts on there. And guess what? We are on there. And so is The Legend of Retro. So pick up both of those shows, subscribe, and leave us a review on Google Play. Retrieving emails from info at motorcitygaming.com. All right, Grimlock the Dino 9, your Gamezilla mailbox is now up to date. All right, so send in your questions. This is where we answer your gaming needs, your gaming wants, your gaming desires. That was a little over the top, but it's real, it's true. Anyways, send your questions in. Info at MotorCityGaming.com Gaming Desires, that
2: sounds dirty. Gaming Desire. My there we go, that's how you should have said it. I don't know about you, but I have Gaming Desires. I desire to be good at gaming, but that's never going <laughs> to happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, send in your questions uh, at, at info at MotorCityGaming.com or leave them in social at the social media links and we will uh, we'll read them out here live on the show and give you a shout out. So let's get started with Button Masher Caleb. This is a special one. Hello from the Caribbean. That's right. He is on a cruise. Super fan. That's right. Sending in questions from a cruise. He's paying international fees to send this one over. <laughs> uh, I just want you to know I am pimping my banana hammock, sipping all sorts of girly drinks, and rocking a gorgeous dad bod. Oh, my
2: gosh. Uh, I, feel... I wish I've never like met Button Mesher Caleb because now I'm picturing him in a banana hammock.
0: Yeah. Is it weird that I have think of him having like a banana thong on too? That, I'm pretty sure that's, that's a what banana he meant by ben yeah. It's oh, like a yellow. Oh, yeah, it's yeah.
2: like it's like
1: straddling yeah. his yeah, yeah. his it's cash like, and prizes, oh, good, and they're yeah, bulging good. out. That's good. the banana. Yeah. You gotta peel that yellow peel back to get his good. soft, okay. white, <laughs> fruity center. <laughs>
0: Go on. <laughs> Tell me more. I just deleted the email. I
1: don't even know where we're going. His ripe, his ripe, mashy g- inside goodness.
0: Okay. Um, I feel... I got nothing here. I got nothing. <laughs> okay, go on. Go on. I feel that I need to clarify last week's question. I was not complaining about PlayStation VR display. I just meant as a Gear VR user, I expected to blow it away in that department, and I saw only a slight improvement. PSVR is still amazing. Is still amazing. Question time. I was surprised to finally see the Xbox One uh, sold, outsold Sony in July. I was happy for the little underdog outfit from uh, Redmond, Washington. Do you think it was because people are waiting for Neo's release? Is it an uh, anomaly, or is Xbox uh, gaining, even if it's just slight? Game on, you sexy, superior gaming gods and goddesses. Button-matcher Caleb. Is um, that a plate full of bacon? Yeah, we just got delivered. What is, what is going on? <laughs> this is, yeah. This show just keeps getting better and better. A plate full this of bacon. This is the best oh show ever gosh.
1: if Brick uh, do... Bitch is rolling in being a bacon bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining at
1: all. I don't care if this burns my hand. It could be piping hot. It could be poison. <laughs> he this he is a good way to me die. Throw me a slice of the, oh yeah, the bacon. Oh, yeah.
2: Here's a good one. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Brick Bitch is the best.
0: All right. Well, thanks, Brick Bitch. Oopsie. Okay. So, back to Button Masher Caleb's question, as I'm chewing on some some lovely meat. Um, Banana hammock meat. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think Xbox, outsold in July, was just a fluke. Correct me if I'm wrong, and,
2: and I'm normally wrong, but didn't they do a price drop in July?
0: I don't know. Dude,
2: I don't follow what they do. I'm pretty sure Xbox had a price drop in July if I remember correctly.
0: I mean, if you want an Xbox now, you can buy it for almost $100 used now uh, if you buy the old model. But, um, I don't know, I think I, I don't think that they're gaining any momentum. They don't have the games, they they just, they don't, you know, the Slim's out, it sold well, but that didn't come out till August, so let's see what August numbers, you know, uh, relate to. But I mean, Gears of War is where you're gonna see a spike. Right now, where's your spike at? Right, right. You know, Jul- what it came out in July for Xbox.
2: What well, came out in any month for Xbox? Let's talk about the games that have sold for these units. Because guess what, Xbox still doesn't have any games. Halo
0: sold fine, even though I don't like Halo. Quantum Break. Um, you have. Um... <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <chill>. <laughs> is that a picture of Button Masher Caleb? No. I just Google
1: banana hammock. I found this obese man in like a belly Batman shirt, just rocking a mad banana hammock.
0: <laughs> so, I don't think I don't think they're gaining. <laughs> I don't think Xbox is gaining momentum, especially when you're just when the Neo hits. If they are gaining any momentum when the Neo hits, it's gonna cancel it all out anyways. So, um. You know, we'll have to wait and see. They're so far behind in the game now that, that, like, they just need to accept their place in this generation and just survive it and just, and and, you know, it's not like they're doing, they're not doing horrible. It's not like Microsoft's like, oh, my God, if we don't sell, we're not not the Nintendo Wii U right now, okay? We're not DOA. But at the same time, to sit there and worry about competing with Sony anymore, like, it's almost not worth it. Just worry about your own product and worry about getting games out, and and just and and you'll be all right. But but one side piece I need to tackle here is, button masher played the PSVR for all of three minutes and played one demo of a space shooter and and wants to then relate what he thought the PSVR is capable of. Not on a Neo system either, which is already proven that it's going to perform better on like i feel you can't you can't judge that system based off the sample size that you have when you own a samsung vr and you're able to try out every vr you know simulator that's on that device and then you compare it to the device that you got to play for 3 minutes so like you can you can try to spin this however you want. I still don't think you're being fair to PSVR and and it's going to be light years better than your Sony than your Samsung VR. It's going to blow it out of the water, especially when you're playing Resident Evil on a PlayStation VR because you don't have that on your phone. Okay, yeah. you're gonna have things on, you know uh, rigs or whatever it's called the the uh, the robot like sport game. That thing that looks insane. Like I'm, i that looks like like Rocket League, except I'm in the car. <laughs> yep. Okay, so like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very excited for it, and I think Caleb is just, uh, I think by measure Caleb is just getting a little too, you know, a little too worried about it, a little too soon.
2: Yeah, I feel um, PlayStation VR is VR itself is still in its infancy. So is it going to have you know updates and tweaks and 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 get better throughout its life expectancy of course it is I mean it's brand new there's going to be changes it's going to get better but the fact that it is going to be game changing like this is the next step of gaming so we have to take it for what it is it's going to be something brand new that we've never had before and it's going to have some bugs but they're going to get they're going to get fixed and it's going to get better um as far as far as Xbox gaining um even in the slightest good for them go for it like soak it up now Microsoft and try to get as much as you can because if you're going to put the label on uh, Microsoft versus Sony and who's doing better the second PlayStation Neo comes out you just fell back down the hill and then another hill and another hill like
0: yeah but I think if Microsoft just stays stays the course when Scorpio launches next year I think we're gonna see a new war because Scorpio is gonna compete. I believe Scorpio will compete with PCs. Scorpio will have the potential yep. to do things that the PS4 will never do in its life in its entire lifespan. Now given teraflops it, it will cost tw- <laughs> it'll cost it'll cost you 2 PS4s to do that and you might as well maybe just go out and buy a computer instead, but it's the fact that there'll be that option out there and I'm interested to see it. So thanks for the question BMC uh, next up we have God of Games, AJ, in the house. And he says, with Gears 4, you get to see Marcus and his son experience an adventure together. What character would you like to see have an adventure with their son or daughter? Well, I would probably say Marcus and JD. <laughs> <laughs> because I cannot wait for that game. Uh, that's That would be one. Um... They should have done this in Street Fighter. What?
2: Is it Street Fighter or is it... Which one? I'm getting confused now. Is it Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat where, like, the kids... That would
0: be Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Kombat.
2: Cassie Cage Yeah, let's not forget,
0: Street Fighter didn't have a story mode for you to even get confused about. Yeah, good call.
1: (laughs) Cassie Cage is, uh...
0: Uh, Johnny Cage.
1: Johnny Cage's daughter, but isn't Sonya Cassie's mom?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But they're split up in the game. They're not, like, with each other, and they're mad at each other, and you don't know why.
1: I'm still sad in my heart that I haven't played Mortal Kombat X yet. Not even once. I haven't oh, even man. had one fight on Mortal Kombat You even, Kombat
0: even have X. XL out now. Even I know. Well, I'm
1: waiting for XL to get like to the $30 price range on disc, and then I'm absolutely going to buy it. Yeah. I will be buying XL. Yeah. It's a must-own for me.
0: I
2: think that'd be cool if they did that with those fighter games, though, where they released special storylines where like you play as like the parent and
0: sibling. You did, you, you did that in Mortal Kombat X. Uh, maybe I
2: didn't get to that part.
0: You beat it. No, he, no, he made, I don't remember. No, he made into the, the Deku tree You, you quit. only
2: play one character though. Like you get the storyline, but you don't get like I'm talking like a stake. They, they a character that comes out and helps you and like that you a storyline based strictly on a set of parent and sibling.
0: Oh, okay. So do you have someone that you'd actually like to answer this question with? No.
2: Apparently you're just going to rip apart anybody I say. So
0: I'm not going to rip apart anything you say. It just it's weird that you want to use a fighting game to have like to to focus it on like two characters when the fighting game, you know, they w- could still all-
2: have they could still have multiple two character sets though. Like why can't you just play like the cage line or the, you know?
0: I don't know, man. You're weird.
2: Uh you could
1: have a Story mode in Tekken Tag where you play as Jin and Kazoya, I think was the name of his dad. I take everything
0: back. Yeah. Um, Jezzy, I like your idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I knew i would make you look like a genius as soon as I brought up the masterpiece that is Tekken.
0: Oh boy, hater, straight up hater. Um,
2: I'm having a hard time thinking of one. like how many. I have one, I father, re- son, or mother. I have daughters. a really good one. I have a
0: better
1: one, but you go first.
0: It's not better than mine. I got, I got, mine's better. I got bacon in my mouth. All right, you ready? Yeah. It's not a game. Well, <laughs>
1: I got a better game. Not a game.
0: That's why it should be a game. Oh, okay. So, we've all seen Pacific Rim. I would like... Fuck you, I love it.
2: You don't even have to say what it is. I, lo- yeah. I already
0: know where you're going with this. I want a game that follows the, the from the small child uh, win... Uh, I I don't forgot the character's name, but uh, uh Idris, Idris um, mm-hmm. Elba, right? When he saves the girl, right, and then we find out that she grows up and and is like this badass and becomes becomes a uh, uh you know a pilot and all that type of stuff. But I would love to see those two those two story as the as she grew up and became this super badass character. I would in, in a in a form of like a Oh, man. If you took Pacific Rim and maybe like Knights of the Old Republic and you mashed it together to create a Pacific Rim style there and you followed around, the because Knights of the Old Republic, you followed one character and his surrounding support cast. So you could take that design and you could use the two from Pacific Rim. So Titanfall 2 Pacific Rim. It is. It you know what? Titanfall two would work too. Now that we're starting to get the story mode out of Titanfall two, it does seem interesting. Uh, I'm excited for that game. But it, it, that that would work in the story mode of Titanfall two. Yes. All right. Let me lay this on you. What does everyone love
1: the most about the Mario universe? Um, Luigi, Birdo, Baby Mario, Mario and Baby Mario. Do a big adventure.
0: <laughs> You just took Sonic Generations and you put Nintendo on. Mario,
1: it. baby Mario. Make it like. Make it like a game where you run really fast and you shift between timelines.
2: <laughs>
1: baby Mario. Somebody
0: shut him up before the new, big end context or shuts a, this down. There's a new bad guy. No, Nintendo's running
2: it
1: down like, we're going to save the NX with <laughs> <laughs> Baby
0: Mario. There's a new villain called Eggman, and, uh, you know, uh, Mario's actually going to be blue Snack <laughs> of it.
1: Yeah. Or or even better he's and he's Sega gonna, <laughs> and he's gonna run really, really fast. Yeah. Or even better, there could be some sort of a heartfelt RPG where Waluigi adopts Birdo okay, and now, has to save Birdo.
0: Now I'm into it. Now, <laughs> now I'm into it. You you're you struck gold, sir. Uh. All right, uh, Jazzy, did you uh, come no, up with one? No, next question. All I right. can't go after that. That All was right.
2: disastrous.
1: Well, you got- <laughs> <laughs> that was the dumbest
2: thing I've ever said.
1: Do
0: you, do you have one for us? Nope. Okay, so uh, next up we have Xander, and he says, I broke my Overwatch streak and finally started playing a non-Reinhardt characters. I've played around with Hanzo, Widowmaker, Reaper, and Zenyatta. I like to think my Hanzo is decent, but the others I definitely need to work on. My question is what tips do you have to improve my game with these characters? And what characters should I try next? Okay, so out of your out of your list here. Yep. Um if you if you believe you're decent with Hanzo, I agree. I think you're a pretty decent Hanzo. I uh, I've spent my fair share with Widowmaker, and she's my favorite sniper. I think if you're good with Hanzo, I think Widowmaker almost feels like she's missing something because Hanzo has more capability because you, all your super all does is show off, show people where they're located. Hanzo has a regular move that does that. And then your, like, sub move is just a trap that you lay down that poisons people. It doesn't cause barely any damage and really just tells you that someone's coming up behind you. So it's like a spider sense really is what it is. So I I think if you're if you're comfortable with Hanzo, I almost would focus Hanzo and not worry as much as f- about Widowmaker. My one tip for you would be with uh, Reaper. I'll leave Zenyatta for Jazzy, but Reaper, um, the one thing that I got a lot better with was his teleport. Like I used his little like ghost move a lot. Yeah. You know, when you were trying to just get away and not take damage. But I would never use his teleport. Well, his teleport, you can go a good distance. So if you can get off to the side where people maybe don't realize you're there, and then you teleport behind them and then come back, and let's say you have a super, or you can at least just get a couple shots into someone's back, you will get. You can you can chain a combo. And as you're doing that, he drops these little death orbs that... Um, these death orbs that basically heal you, you know? So if you're taking, if some people have turned around and start giving you damage, as long as you're taking people down and running across these orbs and picking them up, you sustain life quite well where you can really get into a snowball effect where you're just taking out half the team. So that's, that's, in my opinion, seeing some of the better Reapers out there, that is their trick. They try to hide, back a door you, and then drop a super on you and take the whole team out. Yep. Uh, they're a game changer. Yeah. They can, they're very dangerous. It's pretty dark, too, because I'm pretty
2: sure those orbs are called souls. Yeah. So they're the souls of the people that you kill, yeah. and you go on and take their life.
0: <laughs> now, Zenyatta is someone that you've played more with. Do you have a tip for him on
2: Zenyatta? Um, Honestly, with all of these characters, the biggest tip for you um, to improve your gameplay is the practice. Like, every one of these characters are in the game, and they all have a function. So just the more you practice them, the better. Um, Zenyatta right now, if you're if you're going to play with him just be careful because he's probably one of the most op team fighting champs in the game because his orb of discord like makes people so vulnerable to damage that they die in like two shots so that is going to get nerfed so don't like <laughs> pick up Zenyatta and think you're you're like helping the team take everybody out cuz that's eventually going to get nerfed yeah um, we'll see
0: how much though because uh,
2: Swedish Meatball is still a badass, Yeah, and he got nerfed. I feel with Zenyatta, though, um, your best. The thing for me that was hardest is if you hold down L2, he like charges up his orbs and then shoots like five or six shots at a time at a person versus him hitting his R2, which just fires one orb at a time. I see a lot of people that play him and play him well. They don't use that super five-shot thing. Like, hardly ever. It's yeah. always just the single shot, so just forget that. And then just timing your ultimate properly. Like, make sure you're not going to go in there and use your ult when people are healthy. Like, it's just pointless.
0: My biggest tip on Zenyatta from an outside, from, from a teammate standpoint, is that if you are playing with other friends or teammates that you can communicate with... Um, Calling out who you're putting that Discord orb on helps us out a ton and helps you out because the second you put that orb on, if I take them out, you're also getting a kill credit. Yep. So when you go throw it on somebody, making sure that you announce who you threw it on will help us all. Will help your team focus that person and take them out. So if you got a Reinhardt that's pissing you off because it's standing on top of the uh, payload and you can't get him off throw that discord on him and then have your team attack him from all different angles. He won't last very long. That's that's the key. Yep. So um and then as for
2: what character you should try next, um you're probably the best Reinhardt I've seen in the game or played with. So you have the whole tanking down. So basically you have your damage, which you're doing with Hanzo, uh, Widowmaker, Reaper, so just keep practicing them. So if you want to go another healer, I personally think Lucio is probably the strongest healer in the game right now, just because you're healing people just by being around them. So you still get to you know actively do damage and help be mobile and and you know do something aside from just healing. Um, and other than that, you're probably going to maybe pick up a character that's more like map control.
0: I would honestly, with, with how good he is with Reinhardt, I would love to see him perfect uh, Winston. Winst- oh, yeah. Winston is such a valuable player. in uh, if, you, if you go and look at any professional Overwatch play right now, he is the tank on every team. Yep. And when you watch a good Winston, and it may be rare because he is difficult to play, but if you watch a good Winston, he dominates. And he Winston helps and his Zyra. And he Zyra's, he hel- oh, Zyra's just uh, Zyra's a little OP right now. Winston, I wouldn't even call OP. It's just if you can use him, you make your entire team better. That's it. Period. Yep. If you know how to play Winston, well, your entire team is better because of it. So um, you know that I, I would love to see that because it is a strength of his in, in the tank zone area. Um, you know, you don't necessarily need to be. Great at at, you know in every zone we have we have good healers we have uh, you know we have Jazzy who plays a very good uh, Lucio we don't need another Lucio you know what we don't have a ton of is tanks yep so I know we're adding them Ethan has stepped up and he's done he's done a very good job (laughs) all right well thank you for the I'm a one man
1: apocalypse
0: (laughs) he's even got the lines
2: down already (laughs) I will have to say that um. If I were you, I would maybe take a little focus off of Hanzo and put it more on the Reaper. I feel he's um, a a better team comp damage champion than Hanzo.
0: I mean, if we're again, it depends on team comp because we love you also love the uh, map awareness that Hanzo gives you, or like or like a Black Widow would, or a Black Widow a Widowmaker would give you. You know, the fact that we can see, you know, if we wipe the team out. And he could pop up a pop up a shot to show us where the where the team's at and we can sit there and be like, all right, they're coming back. Let's get in position. It it does help you a lot to prepare for the next the next battle.
2: Yeah, but this doesn't fall into my game plan, all right? You just stick with Reinhardt because we need one, and then we got a good Lucio and me, and then we need four Divas. That's it.
0: Okay. Listen, you had fun with it, man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that won't work it's in not, competitive play. because not a real you can't do- uh, Nay, nay. I say we try it. Oh, no, I, I thought you couldn't double up characters. No, sometimes. you can't. You can't. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So, all right. But we uh, should try
2: it. Hack yeah. the game. No. And, try it. and get banned from Overwatch forever. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Yeah, and then we're all sad. So, all right, Xander. Thank you for the question. Next up, we have a question from Tony. And Tony says, hello, gang. You're getting ready to play an action game and it prompts you to choose a background story for your character. What do you choose? Here are some examples. 1. Maybe you're part of a family dynasty where your father and his father were leaders. 2. Perhaps you're the sole survivor of the previous war, strong-willing. 3. Maybe you were part of a traveling circus where you bathed midgets until you found your true passion. 4. Or maybe... Or just maybe you are a member of a video game. should have deleted this. You are a member of the video game (laughs) podcast until your friends realize you have never beaten Ocarina of Time and shunned by them and was forced to join the military. Five or whatever. What is your story? Much love, Tony. Mine's pretty easy. I, uh, I would instantly go to the Batman Beyond style. Um, it's one of my favorite cartoons. If you remember the first episode, at the end you have Bruce Wayne shaking the hands of Terry McGinnis and basically saying, welcome to my world, and it's basically an exchange of the bat suit. That would be me with an old Samus. She basically would be passing off the suit and being like, I need to be the new bounty hunter, the new guardian of the galaxy, and I would uh, take that suit and just and just I don't know, probably have an instant boner, but I would that's that would be me. I would love that story. The con- the the continuation of Metroid. Yeah, that'd be me. Jazzy, do you have anything? Oh yeah. So
2: <laughs> if anybody has yours gone... is already here, dude. It's number four. Listen. You don't true. get to pick one. True. Okay, I pick four. No. <laughs> So, if anybody has gone to our about us page, we uh, have a little story behind each one of the members here at Motor City Gaming, and uh, if you've read them, Jay uh, and Chops both have a similar kind of backstory where they like, they put a cartridge in their system or they had a special system that like gave them powers, and then they've like become. Like, these greats in video gaming. So I almost read into it as, like, they were kind of battling off against each other because they both got these great gaming powers and they were trying to see who was the best one.
0: That is that is what we're doing. So It
2: happened. Yeah. So I'm going to read my story because that is my backstory. Here it is. It was like any other day on the Riff. Thresh, you're a garbage support. My attack damage carry dies for the third time because they won't click the goddamn lantern. Fuck it. I'll click it. The second my finger releases the mouse button, my screen goes blank. A sudden flash of light, and I'm teleported into the middle of the most epic video game battle ever. There is an intense glow of everything being superpowered. Creatures evolving into unfathomable things. Everyone's levels are maxed out. Health bars are low. Time is running out. I reach down at my feet and pick up my controller. It is in this moment that I realize my true destiny. Support Jay in
0: defeating Chops. (laughs) 100%. We've done a good job. We kicked him off the show. Um, We brought Jazzy in as the co-host, and we've pretty much destroyed Chops, made him go on to the B-Show, The Legend of Retro. (laughs) Like the the loser show or something like that, I think. But I love that show. I know I'm just kidding. (laughs) I love those guys. But so yeah, that's my backstory. My backstory
2: is basically I make everyone else look good because I'm not good myself. So since I can't do it, I'll just make other people do it better. All right,
0: Ebon, you're up.
1: So so let's uh, let's say hypothetically, we're talking about how how, the question is how my story. I'd like to be brought into a video game, right?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you're getting ready to play an action game, and it prompts you to choose a background story.
1: Choose a background. Well, let's say the action game is, uh, you know, uh, you're going to go fight some zombies. Okay, let, let, That's the action game I'm going to get pulled into. And what I would like to happen is similar to what happened to me in real life. Super successful professional radio DJ just living the life. And humbly deciding to leave that life behind to fight zombies with you guys
0: i like it that's what i'm gonna do that's pretty much what you did that's
1: right i left uh well, i left becoming being six
0: a, figures left it for huge
1: radio superstar professional uh to come here and make motorcitygaming.com the best it could be yeah so i'm gonna make you guys the best the zombie glorious, fighters you
2: can be yeah left the glorious lifestyle ate a whole bunch of bacon Became fat, had to wear a gas mask. mask I never had nicknamed a shark, himself cloak, Roadhog. shark
0: cloak.
1: I
2: would have a shark cloak. <laughs> um, I would have a hook shot,
0: <laughs> a
1: garbage shotgun, uh, and I'd absolutely. be morbidly obese.
0: That's right. All right. Well, thank you for the question, Tony. Uh, guys, that wraps up our emails. There are no more questions, Jazzy. Just kidding. We got one more. What's up, Motor City Gaming? Holla at your boy. Test. <laughs> oh, Once again,
1: I- I'm going <laughs> I'm I'm to get, get the theme from the professional wrestler test for when test emails go, this is a test. This, <laughs> this is a test. <laughs> Once again,
0: I've got one question for each of you, but be careful. They're all too hot to handle and too cold to hold. Bada boom. Realest guy in the room. Room, are you doing? I don't. First off, producer Ethan. Last week, I went for your heart by bringing up pro wrestling, video game nostalgia. Ooh. <laughs> but a quick comment of yours broke mine. Unless I'm mistaken, and I hope I am, you spoke with under overwhelmingly lengthy when talking about Pokemon Sun and Moon. Are you so? Are you not so excited for these games? As another diehard player for the last 20 years, I can't remember the last time I was this pumped for a main series release. Flipping the script on traditional gyms, possibly ditching HMs, a ghost fire Marowak, Mar- Mar- and what more could you want? I hope this was a misunderstanding and our resident Pokemon master produ- slash producer isn't shaming the early information of Pokemon Sun and Moon. How are you doing?
1: I don't. Um, so here's the thing. I am extremely excited to play the Ghostfire Marowak. It will most certainly be um, a lead Pokemon on my team as I play through the game. Um, I'm a little skeptic. I was really on board until I heard like the no gyms, no HMs. It's just changing the mechanics of the game that I already really like. I know there are things that maybe people don't like about the game, but I like Pokemon games how they are. I know everyone makes the complaint that it's the same game over and over again. But I I like that. I like playing Pokemon games because they follow the Pokemon formula and they're always fun. So, and I'm not someone who deals with change well. So, is this probably going to be changed for better? It's certainly possible. But am I nervous about that? Yes. Yes, I am. If you're going to change my series that I love, there's a chance that I'm not going to like it. And if it it said it was going to be the exact same game, follow the same formula, but maybe add a couple things... I'd be very, very excited because I'd know at its heart it's still gonna be the game I love, and I'm a little concerned that these new changes may change the landscape of the game enough where I don't like it. But I'm a pretty optimistic guy, and I still think I'm gonna have fun with it, and I still think it's gonna be a, a good experience. But I you know, I, I and I enter that with some trepidation. I am nervous about it.
0: All right. Next off, Grim Nasty. As I spent a good fifteen hours this weekend playing Overwatch, I took a look at the evolution of my PS4 library in its early stages. Following last week, uh, following last week's show, I went out and bought a copy of Borderlands: Handsome Collection, and I realized the impact that this show's recommendations have on my purchases. Overwatch, Neverwinter, Borderlands, so far staying lukewarm on at best, on picking up No Man's Sky, I feel like the only original thought I've had was God of War 3 Remastered, but I'm sure if I go back enough episodes, it was somehow subconsciously ninjaed into my mind as well. This got me thinking about a title you once mentioned, but only in review, that I've always wanted to try. I forgot whose list put it at the best of all time, but it was covered here early this year, Bloodborne. I played through Demon Souls, but never a Dark Souls game. And I don't know if I'm ready for this level of uh, misogynistic gaming behavior. Looking at this game six months later, and now that used copies are pretty inexpensive, what are your thoughts? Yes. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Bloodborne is a fantastic game. I'm not a huge fan of uh, Demon's Souls or Dark Souls uh, but i loved bloodborne i still love bloodborne the DLC has been is fantastic uh, and th- this game as a playstation exclusive is a must own and if you can get it on the cheap i highly recommend it you won't be disappointed is it difficult absolutely it is a it is a uh, from software title but it is totally worth it you should totally check it out um yeah, I, I still go back and play it. Like it, I love I love that game.
1: It's twenty bucks on disc right now. I was uh, at Best Buy signing up for the Gamers Club and I picked up my copy of Overwatch and I was like, I like gasped. I was like, Oh, Bloodborne's only twenty bucks. Oh, I really want to play that. So yeah. I had that. Uh, you know, I I made it clear to my wife, Hey, my birthday's coming up. Like that's one of the one- That's one of the ones. <laughs> yeah. it's going on my birthday Christmas list. You know, yeah. As there's, a solo- there's a lot of really good PlayStation games that are now down to twenty bucks. Yeah. yeah. As
2: a solo player game, Bloodborne definitely. If you want to put a little bit more money into it. Pick up Witcher 3. It's worth everything that you're going to pay into it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can pick up Witcher 3, but if you're comparing it to Bloodborne, they're, they're completely different right. games. If you're playing God of War 3, Bloodborne is God of War 3 just much more difficult. Yeah. And um, and Witcher 3 is not a exclusive. If you're owning a PS4, Bloodborne has to be on your shelf. No. It has to be. And if you want to play video
2: games with your favorite boys over at Motor City Gaming, I'm just saying you might want to hit, uh, you know, level level 40 before Rise of Iron comes out. I'm just saying. How you doing?
0: Oh, God. <sighs> Destiny's dead to me. I'm never playing it again. So that's a lie. Uh, you know, that's a so lie. <laughs> no,
1: I I do have to say... <laughs> After playing a weekend of Overwatch and how like relaxed, cause like Destiny, I'm like, oh, I gotta log on, I gotta, I gotta make this event. I have to get this gun. I have to do this. I have to do this. But Overwatch, you just log on and play. Isn't it nice? And that made me think and go, am I going to pre-order Rise of Iron or am I going to wait? Like, I, It's going to be one of those things. I might not get it when it comes out and then you guys will just be past it and I'll never play Rise of Iron. I really lo- like the Overwatch formula is really working for me.
0: It is. It is it is
2: so good. For the
1: amount of time I have to game, I'm loving it.
2: I love Overwatch, but I'm guaranteeing that the day Rise of Iron comes out, Overwatch will not be in my system for like four days at least.
0: See, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Like, if, it, if, if this was Destiny 2... I mean, for you, that's fine. Destiny yeah. Two, I would absolutely. But if this was Destiny Two, then absolutely, I, I, I wouldn't wait. But again, like, it, we're just, we're just gonna go through this same Taking King, same. It's, it's the same routine. We're gonna. That's get why a, I give
2: it four days. I'm gonna, gonna, gonna get, get it. I'm gonna blow through that content in four days, and then I'm gonna go back to Overwatch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: So we'll see. I mean, it's Destiny. I have a love hate relationship with it. All right. Last but not least, Jazz E Fiddle.
2: Here
0: we go. King. Of Lucio Ball. Protector of Lucio's ball skin. (laughs) Back in the day, the best competitive gaming any of us got would be from split-screen chaos in early generations, followed by some 12-year-old destroying our lives in Call of Duty, and then proceeding to tell us how they fornicated with our mothers. I feel like esports have brought so much attention to competitive gaming that professional gamers are starting to be looked at with the same reverence uh, as some athletes by other gamers at least. The last couple episodes you guys have talked a lot about different teams. League of Legends competition and other things I don't necessarily follow but spoken with a passion that I feel is very healthy to the gaming community. We know Grimm and your favorite we know Graham and your favorite and your favorite teams, but to follow up on that, what are your top three favorite dungeons from Legend of Zelda series? <laughs> Link has done a lot to stop massive destruction to the Zelda universe, and I feel he deserves our respect as well. That's all for now. Until next time, game on. Oh <laughs> <Tell> <laughs> <us> You really <laughs> thought something good was he was really building you up there, man. You're like, ooh, he's finally moving on. I don't really like this. <laughs> I don't really like this uh, shit. What is this third third week? The third show? Maybe fourth. Man, he's coming at you hard. So uh, let's answer this, uh, expert of Zelda. What are your top three favorite dungeons from The Legend of Zelda? As you look them up on your computer, <laughs> I
1: can't even. What find was it? it? <laughs> say say like Karina's house, the Deku Tree, and the shop where you buy your slingshot. <laughs>
2: To be fair- The cave where the old man gives you the wooden sword. To be fair, the shop where you buy the slingshot is like a dungeon. It's
0: hard to find that shit. Listen, while I give you a few minutes to bullshit your answer, I am going to say it. Did you see the video that Nintendo released of the, um... Oh my god, my mind just went blank. Are you kidding me? The, uh... Temple of Time. There we go. Jesus. No. It's it's uh, it's from the new game, and it's just all it is is the building, and you're panning around it, and it look it's like oh that's the Temple of Time, right? And then you pan around the other side, and, and it's just destroyed. There's the walls Ooh. are down, the 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 roof is falling apart, and then it just ends. That's oh. it. And I was like, what happened to the Temple of Time? <laughs> I was like I was like no, baby Jesus, no. That. It He's was awesome. It, yeah, it gave me the feels, man. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I like that we can have those feelings, yes. but Jazzy will never have those exactly. feelings. Exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah. listen.
2: <laughs> listen up. <laughs> listen up, you noobs and you scrubs. All right. I went to Seattle to what was supposed to be the greatest gaming convention of all time, PAX Prime with Motor City Gaming. Loved every second of it. While I was there, I saw a cool looking hat, and I had to buy a new hat because Greg Miller signed my Nintendo hat. Alright? Couldn't wear that anymore because that bitch is precious to me. So guess what? I saw a cool hat. I liked it. I didn't realize that if you bought a hat that you thought was cool, you had to be a master of the whole goddamn game. Okay? I don't know much that much about Legend Zelda. I haven't played through all the games. I don't know all the dungeons and the items and the others. But I'll tell you what I do know. I like cool hats okay which I, i'll never wear again because you've ruined it for me i like cool <laughs> so hats tests, i am done with you i'm not answering no more legend of zelda questions tony you're cool i like you this was your first warning all right don't say any more legend of zelda shit because i will come to you and be like i like cool hats you could you could silence the haters by just putting, like, five hours into the game.
0: Five hours. Play it some. Five week. hours into one of the greatest
2: games ever made. Oh, I'm sorry that I couldn't put five hours into the greatest game ever played because I was playing Lucio Ball with Test. Listen. What, not well, by the way. My whole <laughs> yeah. plan was to just punch the other goalie in the face, and that didn't even go well. All yeah. right? But,
1: okay, I'm How done How long of lunch break yelling. do you get at work because... Your version of
2: Ocarina of Time comes in a portable form and fits in your pocket. Oh, I'm sorry, producer Ethan. When I'm on my lunch break at work, I'm prepping for the show. No, you're not. Like one day a week. Yeah.
0: Two (laughs) days a week. (laughs) Yeah. You have a 3DS and you refuse to even put the time in to realize. Give me the bacon. I need bacon.
1: Don't give him the bacon. (laughs) I know. I was
0: going to say, that's Zelda bacon. You really want it? (laughs) (laughs) He's <laughs> he going to walk out of it? Yeah, oh, no, he's taking the bacon yeah. for himself. That's Zelda bacon. <laughs> Anyways. Um, he's eating that bacon he is. like a Gorgon or whatever. What a Gorgon. You know what that is, Jazzy, right? Nope. About <laughs> tell you what, the bacon tastes good. All right. Well, um, Tess, thank you for the questions. We apologize for Jazzy. I still love you. By the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little sneak peek out. You guys aren't gonna hear it for a couple weeks probably, but the Legend of Zelda, the Legend of Retro did a very special segment. A tribute, may I may I call it, to the one and only Jazzy Fiddle. Ooh. I've heard I've I haven't heard it <laughs> myself yet. It is it is in a it is in a treasure chest hidden somewhere in a dungeon. But when it's released, all I can say is, we are all going to enjoy it very, very, very if much. If I've
2: got to find it, guess what? It's never going to get released.
0: <laughs> you just lost all of your privileges to the G drive. So it's already come. been backed up to a remote location. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, guys, stay tuned to the Legend of Retro. It is our retro podcast that airs every other Thursday. And um, coming up here, they got a they got a special uh, special story, a tribute to honor the great one, Jazzy Fiddle.
2: The day you guys honor me for real, that'll be the shit. We're going to honor you with a roast. a lot for this goddamn company, it, hell and all I get is roasted.
0: Listen, asshat, okay? <laughs> all I can say is that if we didn't like you, we wouldn't even bother putting all this all this work together to troll your ass, okay? It's a lot of work to sit there and hurt ourselves because you don't know anything about Zelda, okay? If we weren't your friends, we just wouldn't talk to you anymore because this is, this is literally like... Like this is one of the worst things you can do to us. This is painful, but because <laughs> I, I because I love you, because because I appreciate you, I put up with this blasphemy. All right. No, you shush it. You know what I'm going to do? Just shush it. I'm shush shush tell it. You what I'm going to do.
2: Shush it. The next time I get a Legend of Zelda question, I'm going to respond with a question to a game back to them that they've never
0: played, all right? Oh, boo-hoo. It's The Legend of Zelda! You can't go off and be like, have you ever played Legendary Wings? No, I haven't, because that game sucked dick, okay? The Legend of Zelda! Wait, Legendary Wings was dope. It was it was decent, <laughs> but it's still a piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. I, I, actually, you know what? I dare you. I dare you to attack back one of our fans at a game they haven't played that's not Dragon Seed because <laughs> no, no one's fucking playing it. Okay? Go ahead and ask them how Final Fantasy was or how Mario was because it was such an epic size game. Everybody played it except for Jazzy. I hate all of you. <laughs> all right, I ahead. mean,
1: you've made it about as far in Ocarina of Time as L made it.
0: Yeah, you're on L's level. And just because I
1: said that, she's probably going to play it this week and pass
0: you. Ooh, challenge. Probably. Jazzy challenge. No, no more Jazzy, jazzy challenge. Jazzy challenge. Play done. more
1: Ocarina of Time this week than my wife. You already, For, you already lost all, your
0: last Jazzy challenge. Chris is clearly going to beat you to 100. I have like... Th- there was never a challenge, all right? Bullshit. I call bullshit. I got producer Ethan here. Was there not a challenge made that Chris was going to get to level 100 in Overwatch? He was sitting right there and Jazzy... Never was the competitor
2: never
1: accepted that like challenge. a coward? You never. Uh, but I mean, just by being in the room, you accepted it. Yeah, by
0: presence. The second we say Jazzy Challenge is done.
2: Uh, no, I can't do so it. So you lost that one. So I'm sorry. the next, the majority one of is, the room I'm accepted sorry. it I'm on your behalf. Have...
0: Oh my God! Okay, so I got to
2: beat Chris <laughs> to level 100. No, you already watch. lost that one. I got to play Legend of Zelda. Lots. I've got to fucking get my 3DS duct okay Legend of Zelda is going to have to get done done before the weekend because I'm going to get my 3DS duct tape to my hands to play this <laughs> awesome awesome Metroid game that's coming out like gee
0: Gonna, I didn't say Jazzy Challenge on that one yet. If you bail out of that one, I'm, I but I dodged a bullet. Okay, Listen, this company's got to, to pay me more so, so I quit to, my day job. You so I can need to, to hold your games. own up on that one in order for make to make me play it. I'm gonna have to go win
2: some sort of like Dota tournament. So I, I can still have a bet that I
0: have to do with that game. Anyways, I have to play that with Valkyrie, Valkyria Chronicles. Oh yeah, and I gotta it. decide which one's worse. And then there's there's an outcome if you know depending on what I choose. So I I have my own my own demons to fight <laughs> but alright guys if you want to test Jazzy's knowledge on Zelda send it in to info at MotorCityGaming.com <laughs> it doesn't get any better he he knows everything one of these
2: days I'm gonna study the shit out of Legend of Zelda and I I'm gonna come at you I don't believe you
0: I've given you up. I've, I've even given you t- like leadway. I was like hey man you better get ready for next week's show just saying like they're not, they're not stopping they're attacking you
2: you gotta put. You gotta fight back. Tess told me that he wasn't gonna give me a Legend of Rastro question in. Yeah, our he's, Legend of Zelda he's question trolling you in the stri- In the uh, he PSN didn't want day.
0: you to expect it. Yeah,
1: yeah. It Test was- is a certified G and a bona fide stud. This he doesn't pull punches.
0: Yeah. <sighs> And we had, no, we had no Braden question this week because he's working on a very special video question that I, I, I haven't gotten a lot of detail about, but he has informed me that it's going to be of epic proportions. So I'm excited to get a hold of this, hopefully next week. But um, he did say he was sorry for not sending something in. Nonetheless, guys, thanks for all your questions. Uh, you can always send them in info at MotorCityGaming.com Facebook, Twitter, Instagram wherever you want to throw them we will make sure to throw them in the dock and give you a shout out and throw them at Jazzy if they're related to Zelda go
2: put them in the forum I will answer all Legend of Retro questions in our forum I
0: don't believe you, you haven't haven't answered a single one yet Uh, because nobody's putting any in there All right, I'm going to test you tomorrow. I'm We're going to blow up the forum <laughs> That's with right. Zelda Do questions. I'm going to make it. fake accounts I and put them in there.
2: <laughs> every Legend of Zelda question in the forum. All right. guaranteed. Sheed. Don't forget to listen Did to... Did you say guaranteed? Garen... Sheed?
0: Yeah. Rashid Wallace.
2: Rasheed Wallace. Wow. Pulling Pistons. out the
0: old Detroit basketball. No, I got it. I got it the second you throw down the Rashid. But...
1: All right. Listen to The Legend of Retro every other Thursday at MotorCityGaming.com and remember, if you like the GameZilla podcast, subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on Google Play Music, anywhere you get your podcast, make sure you subscribe. It helps us reach more people. The more people that subscribe and five star, the GameZilla podcast that only moves us up in the ranking and you share us to more people, that's all we ask. We give you this awesome free podcast every single week. The least you could do, five stars. Give us a positive review and share the gift of GameZilla.
0: Ebo and Capone, you know why people should subscribe and give us five stars, right? Yes. It's because we are the elite free DLC for gaming. Guys, thank you for all the continued support. Tell everyone that you know about us. And we'll see you next week. And until then. Game on. Day-man.
2: Day-man. 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 Day-man.